Hey guys, welcome to the music podcast. Uh, it's very exciting. This is the first time we've filmed uh, the podcast. Uh, before we start, we want to thank our sponsor, Ordera Headphones. Uh, great headphones, obviously, uh, and this is a, a scientific fact. Uh, if you listen to Pinal through Ordera Headphones, it is a thousand times better. I'm not making it up. That's, that's just science. Uh, without further ado, good timing, Nick Littlemore, Kira Devine from Pinal. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, this, is, this is history, guys. I mean, usually we just have microphones, we're in a little den, but no, <laughs> this is this is kind of daunting, right? Yeah, it's official. Yeah, I love the kind of Russian constructivist vibes, <laughs> like Malevich, you yes. know, keep them cold, keep them clean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I like thought it was like, it. kind of like a current affair setup. Oh, yeah. okay. So it's good. I mean, we can talk about Splendor, we can talk about the tour, but I thought, you know, we should start with North Korea, if you like. Oh. Yeah, let's okay, let's get into it. Just goes, oh, okay, sure. Uh -huh. Have you done your research? Yeah, well, a little, a little bit. bit. I haven't been there, but um, mm -hmm. I did work with a drummer for years here in Sydney who's a jazz guy called Simon Baker, mm. or Barker actually, not Baker, that's the actor. Um, and he Good goes actor. to Korea every year, and to South Korea, but there's a shamanic tradition that goes back many thousands of years mm. in Korea, and he would go to a waterfall each day with this shaman, the shaman would sing, and he trained himself to actually sing louder than this waterfall. Right. Uh, they go into a, a kind of catatonic state, catatonic <laughs> state, the shaman, and they actually stand on swords. Um, and you'd think that it would pierce your skin, but they actually st stand on these swords <laughs> chanting for th up to three days. This um, is so bad because, like, you, this is this is way more research than I have done. <laughs> I had <laughs> I had a note that just said Trump is bad. That's it. <laughs> That's all I had. So I mean, thank you for kicking that off. Well, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's interesting to me that shamanic traditions and the indigenous, you know, cultures around the world, which sadly are being pushed aside and being um, well, they have been for years, haven't they? Really, mm -hmm. uh, I think their wisdom is much more important and pertinent to our survival on this planet than anything the West or capitalism can offer. This wow. is so in-depth and so much more than I had planned. <laughs> and I hate that I started this joke. <laughs> but guys, thank you so much for coming by. Uh, again, this is kind of our, our pre-Splendor special. Uh, you guys are one of the headlining acts. Uh, you're playing on Sunday, right? Yes. Now, um, I'm a, I've never been to Splendor before. This is my first time as well. Right, okay. So, so Nick, how many times have Pinal played at Splendor? <laughs> uh, well, in the early days of Pinal, when Pinal was just an infant, <laughs> um, we had an agent here in Sydney called Jester Crew who left us, went out to Byron and started Splendor. It's her sure. festival with Paul Padico. And uh, so we played it, I believe, probably more times than anyone else. Wow. Um, it's a wonderful festival and we've seen it grow, much like Pinal. Unlike Pinal, they don't have Kira Devine, but this year they do! <laughs> <laughs> All the way from the USA, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Kira Devine, the star of your just, life. Can we just get audience cla clapping? Thank you, thank you, Lawrence. I mean, this is very, I, mean I was going to say, because uh, you did an interview a little while ago. I think you were doing a answer these questions with one word. And oh, I, think, yeah. I don't know if you were bored or tired, but you answered every question with Kira Devine. Like, who's your favorite artist? Kira Devine. So, I mean, it's, can we, is, is Kira now officially a part of it now? Well, what they say is what happens is we have a time before. Mm and a time after, and we call it the Kira effect. <laughs> right, nice. And uh, Kira is, is what we would say, and often guessed, uh, she is what we would say is a constellation in which we all are kind of constantly orbiting around. We're making an album with Kira. <laughs> yeah. She's featuring heavily on the next album. Mm -hmm. So that'll be Chunga 2. Is, this, is that exclusive? Well, it's, it's not, not be, is it? It's not going to be called Chunga 2. But, uh, <laughs> well, no, it is exclusive. Are we spitballing names? It's exclusive. Are we spitballing names? Okay, okay. Well, if we're going to spitball <laughs> names, there's, there's, there's caveats that we must discuss. Yeah, mm. sure. And that is, uh, are you psychedelically aligned? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Oh, is so you are. Yeah, yeah, of course I am. Yeah, so sure. Tell me about your experiences and what uh, substances. Wow, well, started what started sacraments. Nick, it just started when I was eight uh, as a young. I have, I have no idea where I'm going with this. This is the, again. You're going so in depth. I meant to be the host of the show, and you just, <laughs> God. He flipped it. He flipped it. No, but this is this is really exciting because I mean, similar. Like it's funny that you say you know the the cure effect. You know, Fleetwood Mac have just got Neil Finn, mm. and they're calling Fleetwood Mac a new band now. Mm, Can, uh, wow. Is is this like the new Panel? Mm. You know, it's funny you talk about Fleetwood Mac because we had the, the uh, yeah. opportunity to work with Lindsay Buckingham, of course. We wrote about five songs with Lindsay, who was wow. in Fleetwood Mac for many years. And actually, oddly, Lindsay Buckingham actually led us to meet Kira Devine. And I know you're all thinking, how yeah. is that possible? <laughs> so we wrote a song, and I can't remember the name of it. It was for uh, my other band, Empire of the Sun. Yeah. And in that song, we wanted to have a three-part harmony, a gospel choir. Yeah. We called Todd Simon, a trumpeter from uh, Los Angeles, who I met via Tim Lefebvre, who's a bass player from Boston, who played in the last Bowie album, who I met through a guy called Henry Hay, who is a piano player from New York, who I met through a guy called Phil Ramone, who was an old-school producer oh. who actually recorded The Girl from Ipanema. Mm. As well as Happy Birthday, Mr. President, as sung by Marilyn. 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 <laughs> that's okay, more, that's so more people that I like. I've met in my life that you just sounded <laughs> out. So is that is that legit? You you that's met Kira the, through? That's the path. Wow. That's the path. And we, we did that session uh, with with three girls, mm. and we had to bring in each singer again to find that mystery magical voice. And you found it. And we found it. <laughs> and. We've never looked back. Oh, thank you. Well, only if Kira was behind us, then we'd all <laughs> just look at her and bask in the ever light oh that is God. basking, all basking aside. I always get nervous when so he does much this. Basking. I'm so I not know. used to it. Well, I mean, Kira, being, you know, there is a lot of, a lot of fanboying here for you. When yeah. that conversation began, hey, would you like to perform with Penel? What was your initial reaction? I was like, oh, yeah, because at that point, we had been working on music for a while at mm. that point, and... I will say that it has been the most amazing experience working with them because it's a different experience when you step in the studio. It's an experience, mm. literally, working with Nick and Peter. And we would just go literally on these trips. Like, he's literally taking me on trips as we're recording. Mm. And the process of it all, I'm like, I love this. This is different. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're bringing out something in me that I didn't even really know was inside of me, you mm. know. And it's challenging me to be different and, and open myself to to things that I didn't think I would even do, you mm. know? So that was exciting enough for me. And then to add the element of, wow, you guys want to bring me with you on the road? Mm. And, what? Okay, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's been quite a trip, literally and figuratively. And yeah, I love working with them, I really do. And as far as your, I guess, your input into the new album, mm -hmm. uh, how heavily involved are you in this recording process? Well, I believe the more we work together, the more they trusted my talent and my input. So they even encouraged me to start writing, you know? Mm. And I'm like, you want me to write? Okay. <laughs> you know, so they challenged me and we actually started writing in Byron Bay together wow. last year. So coming back to Byron Bay, doing Splendor, it's like a full circle right now. And mm. to know that the work that we started in Byron Bay is now coming into fruition. It's kind yeah. of like a full circle yeah. happening right now. Yeah. What is the new album sound like then? Again, mm -hmm. with your influence into it. Well, I mean, I've, I feel like it has my influence, but definitely Nick and Peter. And it was it started out as um, another project, and it's kind of turned into a new project, the Pinal project. But it started out as Two Leaves, actually, right? Right. So we started making an album uh, with another singer from England, um, and through that process, uh, it, it became apparent that basically, much like the universe, 
Kira Devine's talent is endless. And yes, people have theories that the universe wraps around itself. Well, Kira's talent doesn't. Wow. It just keeps going. That's like a Chuck Norris reference. Well, we love Chuck, but we don't like violence. In fact, we say... No, no more violence! <laughs> and that's true. We do say that. We do. We Often. do say that. We yeah. do. Every show, we will say that. Yeah. So quite a few times. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, Nick, because you were just clearly leading this interview, Kira and I, mm -hmm. we're... we're first-time Splendor-goers, yeah. can you tell us what do we need to do to be prepared? Mm -hmm. Well, firstly I'd ask, are you a bender? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. You've got to be a bender to be a Splendor bender. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's a wonderful thing and uh, it gets cold at night. Yeah. Yes. And I can say this only from Anna, our friend mm. over there just off camera, <laughs> because I usually by the time that night comes around, I feel like I am the sun. <laughs> Ooh. And uh, I can't really feel anything. Well put. <laughs> uh, so I would say that is one way of doing it. Mm -hmm. Mulled wine is a good way to start mm -hmm. and then just go deeper and deeper into the trip and see where it might take you. Mm -hmm. um, try and see as many bands as possible. Yep. Uh, they have delicious donuts. Mm. Good. I'm a fan of donuts. Yep. And in Australia, we have, you know, those fresh ones with the cinnamon mm -hmm. and sugar. Yeah. Yum. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so donuts. Stay warm. Stay Layer warm. Up. Donuts. See as many bands as you can. Be one with the sun. Be one with the sun. With the sun. Yeah, yeah like really, by, by the evening you should be kind of glowing. Good. Mm. You know? So if you do happen to see Kira Devine, just huddle up next to her because yeah. you will bask in her glow, her warmth. <laughs> Solid gold. Solid. I, trust, I, tr <laughs> I trust you'll actually be glowing as well because I imagine you're going to be wearing the full get-up. Maybe. How long does that take to, to, to prepare for? Well... When it comes to the actual videos that we've done, mm. um, hours. Uh, shout outs to Ashley Joy Beck, amazing yeah. makeup artist, amazing individual. Um, she's so amazing. <laughs> I mean that for lack of a better word. And she's very meticulous with her artistic creativity. So she does a really good job of just really preparing and, and going in depth with with her with her renderings of you know whatever Nick or Peter want to see, so mm. it takes about ten hours, eight hours. Yeah, sometimes. it's about wow. ten hours. And um, I should a shout out to my brother Sam, who is yes. also in the band now, and um, he was the one that first introduced me to uh, this new uh, sort of I would call it a psychedelic renaissance, if you will. Mm -hmm. And uh, Kira's initial look, which we use for Chameleon, was based on a visionary artist from yes. Peru. Mm. Uh, and it was one of the sculptures that he made and we tried to recreate it in real life and we, we did uh, contact him and we offered him some money and we did all that and we did kind of the right things. You mm. want to stay psychedelically aligned. Amen. Well, so, because <laughs> you know, it's all about set and setting. You can look up the, the Nexus, the DMT Nexus or the shroomery.org. You can find out more information about all the psychedelic sciences. Uh, it's a very important thing. Uh, it's a very sacred thing. Mm -hmm. Of course, the, uh, the wattle flower... Australia's national flower is also that contains the most amount of DMT of any plant in the world. Uh, it's very important stuff, not to be disrespected, and uh, don't drink coffee on that day. <laughs> sure, that's very, very deep. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you actually, correct me if I'm wrong, you have a, a lot of creative input in the videos. Um, and yeah, they're, I they're directed incredibly the comedian video. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these fun. are in incredible looking stuff. When, mm -hmm. when you bring this to the team, are they like, come on, Nick? That's a lot of colours, mate. <laughs> or are they all for it? Uh, well, you know, 
I think they, they allowed the punt on the first video. They haven't allowed me to do anything since. <laughs> might say something. But that's all right. You know, like, um, life is a challenge and, uh, mm -hmm. and I'm up for it. Yeah. So um, it's been cool. And I understand that there are professionals. Something my late grandfather said to me when I was very young, the first and only real time that I sat with him was about 10 years of age and we are eating sayos with tomatoes on toast or, you know, tomatoes on the sayos with a bit of black pepper. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, Nicholas, surround yourself with people who can do everything that you can't and you will never fail. Mm. Wow. And I've tried to do that ever since, so I'm happy to pass the baton to a better director and hence why I've subbed my voice out for the greatest <laughs> to ever do it. You're, you, you, like, you stand by that, don't you? The star of your life, <laughs> Miss Kira Devine. Again. Audience, thank you. Thank you. I don't think I'll ever get used to that <laughs> intro. <laughs> every time he does it, I laugh. How, does he, so is cool. this something that happens in every interview? Just a quick rap, and you just have to sit there and go, okay, cool. This is how he introduces <laughs> me, and oh, I love it. Thank you for the like gentle snowflakes. reminder. They're He's always so sweet. different. So we're back with Hard Talk Welcome. with Pinyao. <laughs> and uh, today we're, we're mixing it up a little bit. Uh, I want to talk about best friends. Uh, best friends change through time, as do friends, lovers, and closeness shared with individual family members. I've known many, but here I talk of Luke Johnston, my most treasured. The 20s of my youth <laughs> were filled with, to the brim with experiences, the highest highs and the lowest lows. Many of them were shared experiences with Luke. We ran up and down the streets of my town, Sydney. He saw me at my worst and sometimes at my best. <laughs> of the streets we stumbled, some we worn out the asphalt, others sacred and barely touched. We had the best time. And now we barely speak. Back then we noticed beauty. We would talk deeply and obsessively of this girl or that, her style, the way she moved, her, air, her hair, her eyes. Neither of us ever experienced most of these fascinations beyond a longing stare. I'm sure in retrospect, retrospect that either they were completely oblivious to us or, well, more likely, we were those weird guys that stared. Perception, after all, is a two-way street, and at the time, there was no chance of us having any insight into how they actually felt. To be fair, we weren't stalkers, just fans, conscientious observers. We would have loved them. I mean, we did anyways without so much as a pedestrian contact of a conversation. Makes those years seem quite pathetic. <laughs> but they weren't anything but. Most of all, the other people in the scene or in the town were much more successful practitioners of life, of romance and all the rest. This much is clear. But dysfunction is more interesting than functionality. Depression more worthy than happiness. But that realization has certainly held me back and brought tears along with it in droves. Not to mention kept my parents sleepless for most of my adult life, for which I am truly regretful. This is Pinyao on Hard Talk. <laughs> Kira, would you like to add on that, please? Anything? And scene. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well, um, Nick, thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, no that worries. Was, that was beautiful. Who, it really who was. was. Yeah, who was it? Was it Luke? As Luke, in Luke Johnston. Luke. Okay. Um, who was uh, a man who grew up in Armadale, mm. in, um, well, the, the capital of country music in Australia. And Luke was a few years older than me. Um, we met 
I was in my early 20s, who was in his mid to late 20s. He had lived a life that I never had. He lived in Amsterdam in a squat with a bunch of artists. And to me, you know, and as you are when you're young and you look at someone a little bit older than you, you look up to them both in stature but also in story. And there was something about him that he was kind enough and wanted to hang out with me from my, most of my memory. He never ate. He would just drink coffee and smoke <laughs> cigarettes and somehow survived. He was always effortlessly cool, mm. you know? Where is Luke now? He's uh, in a town four hours north of Broome. Mm. Uh, he works on a, a pearl diving farm and he mans the boats and he makes jewelry on the side. Wow. Mm. He's a beautiful man. Before we started the show, you guys told me you kicked off the tour in, in Perth on Saturday night, right? Uh -huh. um, I'm gonna let you tell the story. What <laughs> happened, Kira? Well, <laughs> um, we got to Perth on Wednesday and we spent, uh, besides us, there's a whole lighting team that has been working on a whole lighting design for the show for many hours, actually. And come to Saturday, we come on stage, we start our first song, and midway through the first song, it happened, right? Midway through the first song, that fatal moment, which <laughs> changed our lives irrevocably. A beer from atop the balcony. <laughs> a full beer. Could you see it in slow motion. This, this <laughs> yeah. is the beer falling down <laughs> on the lighting desk and somehow got into every crevice, every Jeez. moment of that was destroyed. Like that. Yeah. And Good the light stayed on. The All show. the lights stayed on. So the house lights. The entire, everything. This feels like a school disco almost. <laughs> well, you know, the thing about marijuana is <laughs> it's, it's hiding, you know. It's like a safety, it's a warm blanket. Sure. You know? And with, with dance music and the rave, the rave, the rave, the rave, the rave. We'll repeat that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, repeat that more. Um, is you go into these dark warehouses and the lights are never on all the time. They're moving around. There's lots of moments of darkness. There's lots of moments to hide in corners and do all kinds of things. Sure. You know? Speakable and unspeakable <laughs> acts. Anyway, when you play a rave style show like we were doing the other mm. night, we had all the lights perfectly programmed and our lighting guy is amazing. He's amazing. And we work with lots of special people along the years. Mm -hmm. And uh, a shout out to Gordo, who is also a, a great lighting designer. Many years. Um, but we've been working with a new lighting designer and we've really programmed the set to, to the nth degree. Like every little detail is it's all just been manifested. And, you know, much like a psychedelic experience, everything is thought of. Sure. <laughs> you know, so much so that we have what's called ego death. Mm -hmm. So it's where you actually not conscious of yourself, you are actually spread across the universe. Mm. And that's the kind of experience that you'll have from the lighting, but not on this night. <laughs> in fateful Fremantle, just a mere 25 minutes from Perth, down the road, one might say. Jeez, mm -hmm. it, it really, well, it was good. It was know, good. The audience was, was amazing. The audience were lovely. Very we receptive. Saw all of them. And yeah. responsive, yeah. So, so how do you guys kind of like pick up and get on with it? Like, were you a little frustrated or you just thought, fuck it, it's happened, let's just do the yeah. show as per well, usual? if the sound was affected, we'd probably be more. Yeah, but yeah. when you're in the groove, yeah. once you plug in, it's like, that's it. Yeah. You're on the ride. Yeah. So you ride it. And you're, the tour's continuing in Newcastle 
uh, this week, and Nick, you, you famously said that Newcastle is your favourite city to play. Well, it's a spiritual home. Uh, we've always called it Newey, mm-hmm. you know. Newey. After mm-hmm. Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Um, and the beer, which I wouldn't drink now, but, you know, there was a time. Mm-hmm. There's a time for beer. There's time mm-hmm. for all, yeah. But I find the beer in Japan better, and uh, I've been spending some time in Japan recently, and one word, delicious. <laughs> delicious. Yeah. The other thing I'd like to talk on with Hard Talk today is um, recently uh, I was in Italy mm-hmm. and I had 34 pastas in 19 days. 34 pastas. Pastas, sorry. I said pastas. I was like, pasta. Pasta. Wow. Pasta. And most, if not all, <laughs> were amatriciana. Is that terrible? It's unbelievable. Oh. <laughs> My pronunciation was terrible. <laughs> but, oh, if you haven't been to Italy or Japan, get there. Yeah. And I say they're there because they're different places. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. good. Quite different, yeah. but maybe... Maybe not. Maybe aligned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the sense that they both have a... Try and bring Kira back in this if you can. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> Coming back around <laughs> to Kira. Hi. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, here tonight on Talk About You is Kira. And you, Kira, are all about life, love, and happiness. Wonderful. That's that's quite nice, actually. Now, (laughs) as much as I love Kira, there's one thing that I am a little sad about is that Kira doesn't, she doesn't big note herself enough. Now, Kira goes to the islands every year, and people are saying, what are the islands? What are the islands? What are the islands? (laughs) The islands in the Caribbean, yes. There are many islands, um, namely... Jamaica, Trinidad, Barbados, St. Martin, Guyana. It's not an island. It's a country in South America, but it's considered a part of the Caribbean. Do some research. Google it. I've learned so much. Yeah, good. Yeah. So uh, my parents are actually from there. I started a nonprofit organization for the youth. Do you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? (laughs) For the youth. So she goes there and she teaches young kids how to dance, builds their confidence, and sends them out into the world. That's right. Really? Now, that's not something we hear a lot about these days. How often do you do that? Once a year, I do it. And also, this year, for the first time, I usually go to St. Martin and do it. But this is the week that it normally happens. So... Uh, hey, everybody. Shout out to everyone in Art Saves Lives. Mm. We are resilient people. That's right. They um, experienced a major hurricane this in 2017. Right. So they're rebuilding the island. And, you know, um, I'm there in spirit. But, yeah, I just, honestly, it's, it's, it's fulfilling to me. As much as I'm pouring into the children, I get a lot from them. They um, are amazing, you know. The youth are amazing. They have these wonderful lights. They're not tainted yet by society, and I just love working with them. Do yeah. they are they familiar with your music? Do they know that you're with Penel right now? Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, because a lot of them follow me on social media. So they're bubbling and they're excited. It they they're so happy that I'm here. Mm. You know, it, for them it's like they feel like they're here with me. Yeah. You know, so it's a blessing, and especially in Guyana, they're now getting to to learn about what I'm doing yeah. with now and, and it's really exciting because I don't think anyone from Guyana has ever done anything like this. Yeah. So it's actually quite exciting to share this part of my life with them. Are you hoping to get back this year because you missed this week? Yes, yeah. I'm hoping to get back. I'm hoping to take Pinal with me, yeah. Peter and Nick, maybe yeah. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, we want to go we there. We want to go. Make yeah. a record there. Yeah. So. Are you going to record some of the new album, sorry? Well, the well, new d- album. Certainly an album. Yes. An album. There are many albums. Many. Yeah. yeah How many you- are we working on right now? Well, I'm working on a lot. Yeah, yeah, he's always <laughs> working on a lot. I'm currently working on a solo project, which yep. is taking a lot of more time than I anticipated. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy with the process because in the process I'm learning more about myself. And yeah. 
what I want to sound like and what I want to say to people, what I want to say to the world. So, yeah. Yeah. It's That's been, incredible. Yeah. And it's, I'm actually learning a lot working with Pinal. So yeah. It's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I did want to ask as well, Nick, because I know you, you mentioned that you're, you're working on a bunch of stuff. I don't know if you remember last year's ARIA Awards. Yeah. yeah, the press conference afterwards. Yeah. You mentioned that you're, you're working with Elton John again, but you it, couldn't say what. Right, so that was a film that came out uh, a few months ago. It was called Sherlock Gnomes. Oh, right, which, yeah, the, the kids one. Right. Clever, clever play on words. Yeah, very <laughs> clever. Like, what's it going to be? Are going to be gnomes like Sherlock? Basically, that's what it was. But as a quick segue, I have a project called The Two Leaves Project, mm -hmm. um, which is sort of a benevolent music project. Um, I'm not trying to con convey that I am in any way saintly like Mother Teresa or <laughs> Kira Devine, but uh, I have an album coming out in the next few weeks uh, with a guitarist here from Sydney called Michael Sheridan, yep. who is an incredible sound explorer who started a band in the late 80s with uh, a singer by the name of Michael Hutchins, who you might know from a band called... In Excess. In Excess. Small indie band. I yeah, a little indie yeah. band. Um, and they had a band called Max Q, who mm. made an album. Um, well, Michael is one of the unsung heroes of, of music in Australia, and he makes his own instruments and does incredible work. Uh, so we have an album coming out under my Two Leaves Project banner, of which I've made Great. an album with Celia Pavey, yep. who you would know as Vera Blue, mm -hmm. um, as well as Henry Hay, who's the piano player who I met through Phil Ramone, who worked on Bowie's musical called Lazarus. Um, and then uh, there was another one as well with a choir master here from Sydney called Brooke Shelley, wow. uh, which is a kind of a, a sort of sacred music style record. Mm -hmm. And all these records are not sort of heading towards a commercial end, they're much more, that's why I say benevolent, because it's more of a kind of mindful listening experience. Listening experience. Now this time now, on what are you quiet doing with your hands? times, What's happening with your hands? we're gonna say an ohm, okay? So on the count of three, we're all gonna do an ohm. And a one, two, three. Oh. That was perfect, guys. Oh, we're still going, okay. <laughs> And if you just joined us on my <laughs> I think we're you've, chanting on. You've introed like four different shows. Well, there was you know. talk about you. <laughs> what was that one you just said? Hoot Mindfulness 101. Who doesn't <laughs> like a spin-off? <laughs> <laughs> We've had like seven this show, so that's, that's right. good. Um, yeah. So how many albums then in 2018 do you think will be, will be out? Uh, I've made one with uh, the Kite String Tangle. Yep. Danny Harley, um, and a singer called Marquise Tolliver, who's a violinist from Florida. Yep. Um, so that one hopefully is going to be coming out, as we would say in the States, in the fall. In the fall. <laughs> um, or what we would call the spring. <laughs> um, so that one hopefully will be coming out after the Michael Sheridan one, and then I'd like to bring out another one just before Christmas. I'm not sure which one it would be, but I've been working with a young piano player from... Birmingham in England, mm -hmm. and, and his name's Ruben, mm -hmm. and Ruben is one of the greatest musicians and musical entities that I've come across in, in my, well, quite long life. <laughs> I turned 40 recently. And Congratulations. I can no longer be what is considered a youthful person, <laughs> but that's okay, that's okay. Well, uh, that's a perfect segue for me then, because I did want to ask you about, I mean, I think you're one of the, the pioneers of dance in Australia. I'm going to toot your horn now. Um, you've obviously, you know, Pinal got kind of massive in Sydney and you now you're obviously going nationwide, international. Um, 
what is your take on Sydney's dancing now? I mean, like, obviously you guys released a great album last year. The presets are back with a great new album. Luke Steele is now with Daniel Johns in Dreams. Um, what is your take on the state as far as uh, artists and how they can perform? Well, I think, you know, it's too many to mention, but the thing is when we started uh, a long time ago, the internet was in some ways, in some ways, in some ways, <laughs> in its infancy. Mm. And we didn't have the connection that we understand. They called it the World Wide Web back then, but it wasn't so worldwide. Mm. Now you can write a song and you can be living in the boondocks, which is a real place. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can connect to someone in Germany, someone in Paris, someone in Tokyo. <laughs> Anywhere, like you have the opportunity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So much like the sacrament, right, M mushrooms, sure. um, the internet has made music democratic. It means mm. really that it doesn't matter where you're from if people listen to your stuff and you, they will find it now. Mm. And I do believe that good things rise to the top, which yeah. thank God for humanity. One of the good things is that good things do rise to the top. Mm -hmm. And now we're sharing information about plastics. Why are we still making plastic? Why are we doing that? I, I, I didn't. I mean, we that. know we don't need plastic, right? We don't. Mm. Straws. Plastic bags, they're gone. That's good. That's good. Right? I know, but it comes <laughs> back to North Korea. Every time. Every time. Every, Every time. goddamn time. <laughs> Kim, cut it out. <laughs> well, could Penal, as far as, especially Sydney's live music Penal scene. Penal for world peace. Bang. Thank you. <laughs> Sydney's live music scene. Could Penal survive if you guys were, if you guys started today? With the lockout laws, uh, with the way dance music is, I guess, received. I, I wonder, because when we started, dance music was fairly underground. Mm. Um, and I don't know whether we would necessarily be making dance music as, because we always wanted to be an outsider, outsider art. I think for a long time, and this is honest, you know, and a lot of my favorite authors were gay and I thought I really need to be gay to be a better artist, you know, and I, you know, it just didn't happen for me. But, <laughs> um, you know, I've wow. always understood that the outsider has understood a way of seeing the society on a deeper level. And we can take it back to your friend in Canada at this point, mm. because Canada is a smaller country next to a very large country with a lot of injustices. Now they both have injustices. I'm mm -hmm. not saying Canada is, is free and clear of that, but you can see how they've learned from their big brother neighbor. Mm. And I wonder whether being the outsider would mean that I would go into dance music now, or in fact, we would try and make some other style of music. Mm. Do you know what that style would be? Well, it makes me think of an Australian composer who lives in New York now, uh, a woman called Meredith Monk, uh, who's now in her older years. Um, I don't want to say exactly how old, but she makes music predominantly with her mouth. Uh, and not just singing, but just general sounds. You know, of course, as humans, and I say humans, but we're really mushrooms, but humans, <laughs> we've evolved through, and really entirely through small mouth noises. Now, women, of course, were in the village and they were making the food. The, the men were out, you know, just killing stuff, just generally smashing stuff on rocks. The, the women were the arbiters of language. So what we've come to know as evolution is really... Well, it's Kira Devine, isn't it? <laughs> it's come back to Kira Devine. The future's female. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you say, but we are kind of... Uh, I wish I had the right word for that. You've been so well-spoken this entire interview, and now you've botched it. 
that's that's always the way. <laughs> okay, well, we've got we've got a Panel album coming. Do you know exactly when we want to release this one? That's never up to us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and what about um, Empire of the Sun? We mentioned that briefly. Uh, Two Vines was obviously a really well received album. Yeah, was that the last one? Yeah. I'm not sure if it You're was. making me second guess myself now. No, no, it was. It definitely was. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, was. Yeah. Yeah. it was. It was. Don't, don't make me second guess myself. No, sorry. I, you know, um, Empire of the Sun uh, with their hits Walking on a Dream and We Are the People. Mm -hmm. And there's just been a great cover of We Are the People mm -hmm. by a young singer. And when I say young, I can say that because I am, of course, <laughs> old and gray haired. Mm. And I noticed a few gray hairs coming through there. Actually, white. I tell mm. that to everyone. I'm 27. So we'll be like, oh, grey hairs. I'm like, no, white. It's white. I'm Steve Martin. Okay. Steve Martin did it. He was grey by 30. Okay. Or white by 30. <laughs> well, well uh, Mr. Martin actually sat next to me at a restaurant um, a few months ago. <laughs> sure. I don't think he wanted to. He didn't like request, oh, I'll sit next to that other grey-haired guy. Yeah, and I say grey, but you're right. They are just white They're hairs. They're white hairs. Mm -hmm. But they look grey yeah. there's still a few brown ones. Yeah. And I mean mm -hmm. a few, like a couple of strands. Mm, thank you. That makes it slightly less offensive. Well, you have very... Few grey hairs. Yeah, and they're just on the side. You're going for it's the just, silver. It's like that's that's it. It's like it's only on the side. So like if I let it go out, I look like one of the X Men. That's cool. It's, this silver is, this Fox stays. Vibe. Yeah. Salt and pepper. Everyone cool. says, oh, George Clooney has it. Well, George Clooney's also fifty something. <laughs> so, yeah, and he had a car accident. Oh, Did he yeah. really? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Last week, I guess. And um, Nancy Sinatra died. Oh wow. Yeah. One, oh really? One hundred and one. Yeah. Wow. The yeah. original Nancy yeah. Sinatra. Wow. <laughs> 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 101, which is an incredibly that's long... A, that's she lived a full life. Yeah. Life, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, guys, we're going to... Oh, I think we have to leave that's it, it there. That's it? We have to go? Oh, we really? We're going to keep going. No. We can go in an hour, so you're like, yeah, we can. We can, we can keep talking. No, oh, I think, think cool. Anne's going to yell at us if we keep we'll going. Go. We go. We know when we're not wanted. Uh, well, then, this is the funniest part. So, again, we're going to be at Splendor. Um, yes. We're going to talk to you guys again when we're there. So, um, it's going to be a bit uncomfortable because I don't know if we'll have a lot to say. But that's okay. Well, Peter will we'll, be we'll, there. We'll, 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 oh, Peter will be there. We'll be drinking Sam tequila. Will be there. We'll be out of this concrete cave. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be in the hinterlands. Yeah. yeah, guys, thank you so much for thank coming you by. For us. Um, good luck with Splendor. Good luck with the rest of the tour. I hope the lights stay on or off. Whichever one makes more sense. Both. We're on and Both. off. Yes, on and off. Yeah. <laughs> Flashing yeah, just around. Change it up. Yeah, yep. good. Uh, guys, thank you so much. Thanks again, Ordira Headphones. Uh, and we'll see you soon. We'll see you guys Sunday at Splendor. Yes, cool. thank you. Cheers. See you.